0: Hi, it's Mark from Remarkable Speaking. I'm here with Mr. Bernie Pollock, Pollock Automotive in Vancouver, BC, Canada, and we're talking cars. How are you doing, Bernie? Doing well. So today we're talking about a 2013 Land Rover LR2. What was happening with this vehicle? The power steering wasn't operating. So when you turn the wheel, it was
1: very stiff to turn, and I believe there may have been some noises associated with it as well, but the owner's
0: complaint was the power steering wasn't operating. Good old Armstrong steering, what testing and diagnosis did you do?
1: Well, the first thing we do is check for fluid. This is a hydraulic power steering system. You know, electric power steering, I was thinking, very rarely ever fails. It's much more reliable, but it's a hydraulic system. So there's fluid. There's a pump driven by the engine. So the first thing we do is inspect the fluid level, found that it was very low. So obviously there was a leak filled up the fluid, and the steering did come back to life. So the, then we look at the rest of the system. Okay, where did the fluid leak out? It can leak out from hoses pumps. There's a cooler usually. On some vehicles there's a cooler. And then there's a the rack and pinion itself. And we found a leak at the rack and pinion, which is the shaft that attaches to the steering column. So what is a rack and pinion? Well, let's get into pictures because that's actually the easiest thing to show it. So there's our LR2. Actually, we'll get it back to this picture in a second. I'll just get right to the steering rack. There's a rack and pinion steering. So this item here is the outer tie rod end. There's another one on this side. I'm moving my mouse pointer around. On the other side, there's a tie rod end out of the screen of the picture. This piece here, this is the rack section. So there's a metal bar inside here with teeth cut in it. And then there's a pinion gear. This attaches to your steering wheel. And basically, there's a gear here. And as you turn the steering wheel, it moves this area back and forth. That's basically as simple as it is. This is a power steering rack. You can see some hoses on here. There are a couple more hoses attached to the pump and there's basically valves in there that cause fluid to be pressed in different areas inside the rack. And that causes the power steering. So it's not so hard to turn the wheel back and forth. Was there any reason why the rack and pinion started leaking? Yes, it is actually. So uh, that kind of gets to our next part of the podcast is rust. You can sort of see a bit of oily oiliness and I'll get into a closer picture right there. It was leaking. This is called the pinion seal of the rack. More commonly racks will leak from the seals underneath these accordion boots here, but this seal will leak from time to time. And you can see a lot of rust around here. So this vehicle, I'm not sure where it was originally from, but somewhere where there was a lot of road salt usage um i'm just going to get back to the picture of the vehicle again if you look at this story it's a little on the dark side but if you look around this vehicle it looks in really nice shape the paint's good there's no rust although i will say that there was a little rust around the wheel well on the other side that kind of gave a little telltale sign this had been in kind of a harsh climate but you look at the wheels they are nice and clean the car is beautiful you'd never guess that this vehicle had actually um uh, seen a lot of road salt until we actually got underneath it and started looking at it. And uh, I just got a few pictures of things here, the front brakes. So we ended up doing a four wheel brake job with calipers included on it because the brakes were worn out completely rusted. I just took a few pictures of the chassis here, but you can see rust, This backing plates coated in rust, the strut. If you just kind of look closely, again, I'm moving my mouse pointer around, but this is normally painted black when it's new and it's so badly rusted. Some of the metal is flaking off it. Still functions fine, but it looks really bad. And in the rear, some of the wheel bolts were so difficult to get off. We actually had to replace the wheel hub on the left rear wheel to change a wheel stud, change the wheel bearing. Everything was rusted. And, you know, again, you can see the level of corrosion that's present here. But all the brake calipers needed to be replaced, the pads and rotors. Everything else along with the uh, rack and pinion. Separate job,
0: but, you know, stuff that needed to be done at the same time. So do you see a lot of vehicles that are rusted at this level in the shop? No, we don't. Around Vancouver, we
1: don't get this kind of rust very often. So there's a lot of places around Canada, certain areas of the U.S. where there's a lot of salt applied to roads. you probably look at it, especially if you're working on these vehicles, go, oh, yeah, that's just our usual daily routine. But, you know, around here, it's, it's kind of
0: rare. And I'm assuming that this sort of rust can add a tremendous amount to the cost of repairs. It does for sure. Things wear out. And that's why
1: when we do an inspection on a vehicle, I'm often very leery to recommend someone to buy a vehicle out of province, something that's you know seen this kind of road salt because it really devalues the vehicle. It's going to cost you a lot more money to repair it. And there's a reason why you know, places like, I'll just use Ontario, for example, you have to replace your car much more frequently than you do in BC because they just don't last as long. Because of the road salt, it kills the car really fast. And cars are built much better nowadays than they used to be. I mean, if you go back in like the 70s, you know, some Japanese cars, I mean, the metal was so poor that cars just rot out in a couple of years. It was horrible. They're much better now.
0: So when you replaced the rack and pinion, did you have to do a wheel alignment afterwards? Yeah, you definitely have to do a wheel alignment. You
1: know, the outer tie rod ends come off of the rack and pinion. We usually put new ones on, but those need to be adjusted to the exact, you know, to specification for the vehicles. You can try a tape measure alignment. You can try to adjust it as best you can, but no matter what happens, a wheel alignment is definitely required because the steering wheel will not sit straight you know, the wheels will be at least off. Even if you can't see it visually in the car rides straight, you need to get a wheel alignment done because it's probably
0: out somehow. And that's going to cause problems in tire wear and handling issues? Handling, tire wear, you know, if things are not set properly, when you let your
1: hand off the steering wheel, it doesn't return properly to the center. That's just one thing you might notice when you drive it or it'll veer off on the road or tire wear, of course. And A wheel alignment's is
0: cheap insurance against tire wear. And how did everything work after you'd done all the repairs? Everything we repaired worked really well. I will say that the exhaust
1: system was a little on the loud side, so Rust had attacked that too, and that's going to be a, a project we do for the owner coming up soon, but we sort of tapped out his budget with a lot of these repairs. Unfortunately, he had an extended warranty on some of this work too, so that's where you know having something like that, they call them extended warranties, I like to think of as a prepaid maintenance re- repair insurance. That's the word I'm looking for. Anyways, that helped ease the cost. So even though the vehicle's rusty, they still actually repair some of the things like the rack and pinion was repaired. The brakes, they don't pay for pads and
0: rotors, but they pay for calipers because that's not a really a wear out item. So that helped to ease the burden. So if you're looking for service for your Land Rover, Range Rover in Vancouver or Jaguar or Volvo, (laughs) pretty much all the same, you can see the folks at Pollock Automotive. Book online at PollockAutomotive.com. Or you can call them 604-327-7112 to book your appointment for Vancouver. And thanks so much for watching and listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for watching.